I called today's talk, start by tuning up so that you can uh, be tuned in. I heard that a few weeks ago. I was in a group and uh, the, the speaker, he's talking about a musician. He said, a musician doesn't wait until halfway through the show to tune his instrument or her instrument. They tune, they tune up, they tune it, they tune up in order to be tuned, to, tuned in for the whole show. But they tune up before the show starts. That's what you do. You tune up your instrument. And you, and you make sure it works well so that throughout the course of the show or the performance, the instrument is working well. And that's uh, the advice for today is... You know, tune up first. To to tune up your instrument. Pray. Upon wake awakening, pray. A, a simple, simple prayer is, "Ah, uh, thank you, God, for today." You don't don't have to get specific. Just thank you, God, and then go then then go do do what you need to do. Uh, one of my favorite things to do when I go to brush my teeth and there's the mirror in front of me, I say, "Hi, God." I learned many years ago that when I say, hi, God, it's, it's, what can I do but smile? And I'm never unattractive when I'm saying, hi, God, into the mirror. I, you know, there's nothing to criticize at all when I look in the mirror and say, hi, God, because I'm just connected to my source and my source is beautiful. And I must look like my source because suddenly I become beautiful. Not egoically beautiful. I'm, when I, you know, I'm not trying to be objectified there or lusted after. It's just, Hi, God. And uh, you smile, your eyes light up. It's, you like yourself better when you do such things. I, I know, at least I do, and I, most people I know like themselves better when they do that. Hi, God. And uh, then you might, you might want to read a little piece of something spiritual, something that works for you, whether, it, whether it's a unity book, whether it's Course of Miracles, whether it's a Wayne Dyer book, you know, anything, Eckhart Tolle, you know, anything, uh, Richard Rohr is one of David's favorites, Pema Chodron, I, it doesn't matter, Myrtle Fillmore, my goodness, you can't go wrong there. And, and so to, to read something like that to, in order to uh, pep up your brain and then meditate. And then imagine that, so having daily meditation. This is all part of uh, tuning up. For some of us, stretching is great. For, to, to stretch our legs, to stretch our body. A lot of people, they tune up through yoga. Uh, a lot of people will tune up through a, a Buddhist meditation. They, they'll do their Vipassana practice in the morning. For those who aren't in the habit of meditating, this is what I this is how I guide anybody and everybody who's just not in the habit. I say, get a timer, get like a kitchen timer, or even you could set your phone for it now, but for five minutes. And then there are one, do one of two meditations that I'm going to teach us about. I've taught us about it lots of times, but not, I haven't taught it in a while. And it's, oh, it's, it's the simplest thing. And I find I get very great results in, in just a five minute meditation. And the first one is to, on the in-breath, have the thought, God is. And on the out-breath, I am. 
you don't say it out loud because I saw somebody try to teach that once and, uh, and they nearly choked. Uh, it's the thought, have the thought, God is on the in-breath. I am, have that thought on the out-breath. And you do it for five minutes. And you're likely to um, interrupt it, as, I, as I've said so many times before, with your thinking. You know, God is, I am, God is, I am. You don't do it that fast, but for the purposes of this talk. God is, I am, what are we having for dinner tonight? Uh, oh, I wonder if they'll have that at the store. I wonder if they'll be out of it. I wonder if I won't be able to get what I want. Oh, God is, I am. See, the, the art of the meditation is, how, is to gently bring yourself back to, to the, the mantra, as it were. Now, some people don't care for the word God. And I have another one that I like a lot. And it's a matter of counting to four. And when I do this one, I usually do it open-eyed. And I have a lit candle. In front of, like on the coffee table or something in front of me. Again, I set my timer for five minutes so that I'm not peeking at somewhere trying to find, oh, is it five minutes? It's, three, it's, it's a minute and a half. How could that be? You know, you know, so, I, so that I'm not thinking about time uh, as a distract, to use as a distraction. And I count to four only. Anything above that, I start thinking about counting. And I'm getting lost in the numbers. But I will look at that candle and I'll have the thought on the in-breath. One on the in-breath, two on the out-breath, three on the in-breath, four on the out-breath, one on the in-breath. Just looking at the candle. You don't have to glare at the candle, but to just look at the candle. And one, two, three, four. And, you and again, you're likely to uh, interrupt your, your, your calm, your meditation with thoughts. You know, I can't believe she did that to me in third grade, whatever it is. And, oh, I just love church, and I just love unity and everything. Whatever it is, you're going to interrupt it with thoughts. And again, the, the art is in the gentle. One, two, three, four. Uh, I, I breathe gently in through the nose on the one, gently out through the mouth on the two. And it's all very gentle. Five minutes. Some days you will get insights during that time that will blow you away and other times you will hear nothing it will just be torture to get through five minutes it's like i can't believe it's not five minutes yet it feels like five days and, and you just but you, you stay there the whole time and then several hours later you'll be calm and rational where you normally wouldn't be in the scenario. Or you will suddenly have an insight late in the afternoon. It's like, oh, how did I think of that? And this is what I have witnessed for myself over the years from the, these meditations. Now, if you're at work and you need a quick, really quick meditation, because you just, there's no place to do five minutes. You can, uh, if you can be private somewhere, in your office or something or wherever you work, great. If not, go to a restroom. And all you have to do is like this. Open your mouth as wide as you can on the exhale, but it's not, don't force the air out. 
just let it go out. But the wider you open your mouth on the exhale, uh, the more things seem to tune up and be less suppressed. Let's do it again. You see how gentle that is. But if you, if you do it like that, a lot of peace is likely to prevail. I used to uh, study with someone and he, he had me do this thing where I made noises. Now you can't do this at work. I would, one would think I can because hardly anybody's here ever. But it, it's a, you, you, you breathe in and you, ah, and it's impressive how you can vibrate with that. Now, the first, when I first started doing it, he said, Sean, open your mouth wide. And I went, ha, he said, no, Sean, open your mouth wide. And I, to me, it felt like somebody went like this. <laughs> and, and he said, okay, I want, want you to take these two fingers and go like this. So I went, ha, after all the hurt, my mouth was open. I was so self-conscious and so embarrassed to have this man I was studying with see me looking so ugly, so what I believed would be so unattractive, going, ha, ah. And once he pointed that out to me, I thought, I'm not here to impress this person. I'm here to advance myself on a mental and physical level. Uh, you know, I'm not looking to date him. I'm looking to have him show me new skills that I can do to open myself up all through here. I'm looking to tune up, tune up the instrument. And, and so to, to, to really be able to go, ah, and uh, keep, I could go a lot longer with that. Uh, and it was no, it's no effort right now, at least today, to do that uh, with the, ah, it doesn't hurt my throat. It doesn't, there was a time, oh my goodness, my throat was raw. I felt like razor blades were going through, through my throat because I was so self-conscious with it. And then one day I learned just to just let it go, Sean, from, from the depths of your being. Ah, because with that, I'm not trying to control the sound. I'm not trying to control the pressure. I'm just trying to tune up. I, in my tune up, then I am connected to my source. So you see, there's quiet meditations, there's loud meditations, but it's, it's for me, it is about releasing the self-consciousness so that I may connect in the God consciousness. I, uh, in, this, in, in this wanting to stay tuned up, and connected. I, I looked up a couple of things and, and uh, Charles Fillmore said something that I liked. Because he said, truth demonstrates itself. It demonstrates itself. You do, or if truth, excuse me, if it demonstrates itself, you don't have to make a demonstration. Truth will demonstrate itself if you make a covenant and keep it, you get yourself in tune and decree that you will keep your contact, your conscious connection. If you keep yourself, as uh, August says, synchronized with the divine law. 
So you see here, you get yourself in tune and decree that you will keep your contact with the divine law or your conscious connection with the divine law. So a covenant, truth will demonstrate itself if you keep a, make a covenant and keep it. Uh, well, why, do you have a covenant? Do I have a covenant? I, I think I do. Uh, and I, 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 I looked this up because I wanted the right wording. I didn't want to just off the top of my head say it. And said, man must be true to the spirit within him or her. If someone follows false gods, that is material things, he will find these to be powerless to satisfy him. And he will fail to enter into the spiritual state that God has promised. A man must be true to his I am nature if he would reap the benefits of the I am consciousness. God has promised all its children perfect health, prosperity, peace, light, and happiness. But it is necessary for us to abide by the spiritual law if we would gain the blessings of spirit. We must keep faith in God and seek God diligently that God's good will be ours. We must not follow after lesser goods or gods. We must keep our faith in our own spirituality if we hope to use our spiritual powers and handle spiritual substance. And that is a great passage. And it's, it would be wise for all of us to really look into that and say, what am I worshiping? Am I, am I really seeking the good of God? Am I true to the light of love and wisdom in me? Or am I following false gods? And I don't say, say this so that we can be guilty for having followed false gods. I followed many a false god in my days uh, in this body. Many, many, many. Uh, it's amazing how many times a day uh, I can come up with a new god. And that means one that I must have right now. And, for, you know, so for some it's food, for others it's, it's drinking uh, drugs, for others it's, uh, it's rage, others it's buying stuff, having stuff. For others, it's having a feeling of superiority. For others, believe it or not, it's a feeling of inferiority, of not being enough that is the God that is driving them. It's, uh, it's, it's impressive to me what we will use to avoid our God consciousness. Now, no cause for guilt. Through it all, we have continued to be loved by our source through it all. Isn't that a great thing? So I, I Myrtle and Charles Fillmore, Unity's co-founders, they wrote a covenant. And it hangs in the back of our sanctuary here. You can find it online. You can go to Truth Unity. You could just look up Myrtle and Charles Fillmore's covenant on uh, Google and find it. But it says, we, Charles Fillmore, Myrtle Fillmore, husband and wife, hereby dedicate ourselves hereby dedicate ourselves, our time, our money, all we have and all we expect to have to the spirit of truth and through it to the society of silent unity. That's what unity was originally called. It being understood and decreed or agreed that the said spirit of truth shall render unto us an equivalent 
for this dedication in peace of mind, health of body, wisdom, understanding, love, life, and an abundant supply of all things necessary to meet every want without our making any of these the object of our existence. In the presence of the conscious mind of Christ Jesus, the seventh day of December, 1892. That's when they wrote their covenant. Without, and I love this, and an abundant supply of all things necessary to meet every want without our making any of these the object of our existence. What do you have or what do you want that will uh, make it will become the object of your existence. You want it so much and you don't know how you're going to live without it. If it's not spirit, stop wanting it. Interrupt that want. What do you think that will give you? If what you want will incite violence, please stop wanting it. If what you want will incite people being killed, people being hurt, people being suppressed or hated, please stop wanting it. If what you want will separate you from your fellow being, please stop wanting it. If what you want will lead you to think you are your own God, please stop wanting it. If what you want brings about a false sense of justice, please stop wanting it. Let me tell you what justice is. Justice is the realization that we are all loved. That's what justice is. Justice is not taking by force what isn't exactly ours. Justice is love. Justice is the realization we are all the prodigal child. Justice is the realization only love lives here, only love lives here, only love lives here. Justice is realizing even though we all may behave differently, we don't have any rights to hurt each other, to steal from each other, to lie to each other. Justice lets us live in truth, capital T truth. Justice isn't making everyone pay for their past. Justice is coming into the presence of God. Justice is love, is peace, is joy, is intelligence. Justice is looking at my fellow brother and sister and knowing I am the same. I am connected. We are connected. We are one in divine mind. Justice is where everyone gets to win. Everyone gets to win and where no one loses. Justice is not hoarding so that uh, I, I won't have to do without later. Justice is an equal distribution of, of love and supply in the physical 
uh, plane. Is your covenant one of justice? Is your covenant one of love? Is your covenant one that puts down uh, character assassination, physical assassination, suppression, puts all that down? Just, you know, and some of uh, we try to create it because we have felt put down. We have felt as if we have been treated unjustly. But in this day and age, let your covenant, work on it, let your covenant be one that connects you with all beings. That finally we could all have lunch with each other and nobody is left out of the group that we could have a conversation with all, any and all beings. So this week, I invite you to interrupt any and all conversations that leave people out of the group. Now, how are you gonna do that? You're gonna start each day by tuning up. You're gonna tune up the, this piece of gladness that is you. You're going to tune up and vibrate, raise the vibration through your prayer, your acknowledgement. Hi, God. Good morning, God. Thank you for today. Look in the mirror. Hi, God. Imagine all beings looking in their mirror this morning and saying, hi, God. Imagine all beings awakening to the realization that God is and that God is love for all beings. That God is not discerning on who deserves the love, but God is the love that all beings get. You know, the, this is how we tune up so that we can stay tuned in. We tune up first thing before the show starts today. We tune up. And then you read something that helps you to feel included and inclusive. And then you do your meditation you know, your five minutes. Make room for that. Even if it's hard, do it anyway. And then go on about your day, remembering throughout the day. Whenever you get rattled, whenever the wind blows in a way that uh, takes you out of your spiritual self, I promise you will have divine ideas on how to have a conversation, to work through things, on where to seek help for the old thoughts that you want to put down so that there's room for the new thoughts. So as you move through your day, through each upcoming day, please remember, you've got to Tune up first so that you can stay tuned in. Start the day by tuning up so that you can stay tuned in. Thank you.